Good morning. It is the 20th of February. Today is a Wednesday and it is just shy of 9.30 in the morning. I'm making this podcast, this particular one, because I need to get some of these ideas that have been banging around in my head out and see if kind of throwing them up, getting them out of me will help me understand what it is I've been thinking about. And some of this thinking has been done on a conscious level and some of it has been done behind the scenes and now it's time to get it out and see what's been going on. For I don't know how long, but I'd say quite a few years of my life, I was a proponent proponent of the idea of free will. I was convinced that we chose everything, that I chose if I wanted to go to the bathroom, I chose if I wanted to get a drink of water, and if I was going to get a drink of water, if maybe, no, actually I want a glass of milk instead, actually I want tea with milk in it, actually no, not tea, coffee with milk in it, yeah, okay, that's what I want to get, and this was all my doing, all my choices, I, I had, had wrongly assumed, or okay, maybe not wrongly, but that's what I had thought for a long time. I remember the conversation of free will coming up with my brother one time, or brothers, and getting really angry that he thought that we didn't have free will. He had a more deterministic view of things. Well, having given it a lot more thought and having read certain books, particularly Sam Sam Harris's Free Will and hearing Sam Harris talk about free will, I definitely see the argument for determinism, and it's an argument that is really hard to find fault with. It's, on the surface, I can't find any fault with it. The only fault that I have isn't anything with the argument, is just a feeling that I have, and that feeling is just what it is. I, I, I'll explain that feeling in a moment as best I can. So the argument for determinism is that all of your actions, everything that, that you do, <clears throat> how, do, how do I word this? Um, your actions, your, your meandering through life, that sounds like you're just kind of fumbling through, but in a way, this argument says that is kind of what you're doing, is determined entirely by what has happened before. So, an example of getting a glass of water. You can't, you're not deciding to go and get the glass of water. The glass of water is there for you to get because that 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 option is only available because there is a glass that has been made and there is running water that you can go and get or some water in a jar or whatever, a bottle of water that you're going to pour into the glass, and because you have become thirsty. You didn't choose to become thirsty. You are just realizing that you are thirsty, and you're going and putting water into a glass because there's water to be put into a glass. It's like saying, I... The example that Sam Harris likes to give, let me let me just go with this, is he'll say, think of a movie. Pick, pick any movie. 
and just name a movie. And so you pause for a second, you go, okay, uh, The Hobbit. Okay, why did you pick that movie? Well, because that's the one that I wanted to choose. No, it's because, and this is his argument, he'll say, no, that movie is just one of many that you're aware of. You're aware of The Hobbit, you're aware of Star Wars, you're aware of Mad Max, assuming that these are movies that you're aware of, you're aware of Captain Marvel, the Avengers movie, um, Rain Man, Mrs. Doubtfire, blah, 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 blah. You're aware of probably hundreds of movies if you were to sit there and write down a list of all the movies that you could think of. And for some reason, the movie the Hobbit, when I just said that just now, bubbled to the top and that's the one that you said. That's predicated on your knowledge of the movies that you know. You obviously can't name a movie that you've never heard of, something that was, for me, maybe something that was made in Bollywood 15 years ago that I just, I, I don't know the name of it. I don't even know anything about it. So of course I can't name that movie. It'd be like saying, okay, Del, name a person that you don't know. I can't do, what? How, how could I possibly do that? Name somebody that lives in a neighborhood of Mexico City that you've never been to and that you have no knowledge of. Well, I, uh, what? I, can't, I obviously can't do that. I can only name the things that I'm aware of. So right there, I'm not free to name anything. I'm limited to name the things that I'm aware of. And for whatever reason, the movie The Hobbit bubbled up to the top of my mind and that's the one that I said. Now, I could have paused for a moment and thought, okay, well, I was about to say The Hobbit, but instead I'm going to say uh, The Return of the Jedi. Okay, whatever movie you say is the one that you said, and that's the only one that you could have said because that's the only one that you did say. It's not like you can go back in time and retry it. I can do it again and say a different movie, but that's a different movie in a different case. Okay. The argument for determinism is very strong, and like I said, I can't find any logical holes in it. I'm not looking at it and going, oh, well, that's clearly wrong. It's, it's not like saying, oh, 2 plus 2 is definitely 6. Look, I've got 2 apples and 2 oranges, and if I put them together, I have 6 things. No, you have 4 things. That's obvious. There it is. I, I can see the 4 things. So my problem with this argument is something that I have a hard time articulating, but I'm going to try my best. The analogy that I've come up with that is stuck in my mind here is one of a, a loom, L-O-O-M. If you don't know what a loom is, I encourage you to look that up so that you can get an image. Let me make sure that, that you would see something if I go L-O-O-M. Okay, and I go to Google Images. What do I see here? Yeah, perfect. So it's it's a it's a, a loom is a a device that takes individual threads and turns them into a piece of cloth, a textile. There are looms to make the the shirts, the the clothing of the the shirts that you you wear, the pants that they they it takes a bunch of threads and puts it into a a textile, a, you know, a piece of cloth, a, a blanket, a, 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 a large sheet of, of denim that is then cut into pieces and then turned into something that you wear. Okay. 
So if you think about life as a loom, imagine all of these individual threads, hundreds and hundreds of threads. It's, it's the most complicated, vast, elaborate loom that you've ever seen. Find a picture on, on Google and multiply it by a hundredfold. And so on the one side, you've got all these individual threads and they're all coming together. And then on the other side, you have a completed piece of fabric. Maybe it's a, a tapestry that has some intricate pattern woven into it. So there is a point, there's a, there's a barrier, there, not a barrier, um, a, uh, a border, a, a line, I guess a line between individual threads and finished thing. And that line is what I'm going to refer to as the point of consciousness. That's where you and I are at. So behind me, in my past, where I grew up and all of the, the, the how I got here to this moment right now, earlier from earlier today, from yesterday and the day before, that whole timeline behind me is my life. So if you imagine a piece of paper, imagine a piece of paper and there's a dot in the middle of it, and then there's a line that goes to the left, and then there's a, a dot that there's a, there's a line that goes off to the right, and to the left is is a timeline, and there's all the way all the way at the very edge of the paper is del zero, and then it goes one two three four all the way up to thirty four, and that's right now where I'm at. So that's that's my life up until this point, and then off to the other side is just it's sort it's. It, the line just has kind of question marks. How, how far out does it go? We don't know. Does Dell live to 35? I mean, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I get hit by a car later today and, and I don't make it past 34. Does he go all the way to 80? Who knows? Does he live to 150 because of some crazy medical technologies that come out in the next few years? Nobody knows. Who knows? Dell doesn't know. I have no idea. I guess we'll find out as time goes on. So <clears throat> that the 0 to 34 is the tapestry of my life. That's what has already been created. There it is. There's the time that Dell met Vera, and there's the time that he got the job at Whole Foods before he met Vera, and that's how he met Vera. And there's the time that he moved to Seattle. I'm kind of going back in time here. And the time that he lived in Michigan the first time, and the time that he grew up in Arizona, blah, 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 blah. That's my whole life back there. All of those events are forming my decisions right now. If you ask me to name a movie, it has to be pulled from something behind me. It has to be pulled from something back there. I can't name a movie that I, let's say, let's assume that I live another 50, 80 years, let's say 50 years, and I see a movie 10 years from now, a movie that hasn't even been thought of yet. It hasn't even been, nobody's even considered it yet. It's, it's some completely unknown movie about a superhero that hasn't even been created. The person that creates that superhero is right now, he's, he's 15 years old and he's, he's just doodling comics and he, he doesn't even have an inkling of the superhero. It won't be until five years from now that he has the first ideas of the superhero and then two years later he'll come out with the superhero and it'll be a massive success and then three years later it'll be purchased by Marvel and then turned into a movie. And that happens, the movie is released 10 years from now. So there's no no idea of what this superhero is, Mr. Guy, whatever. 
So I can't tell you the name of that movie because it has it. it there's no there's no conception of it on any level right now. There are the pieces, but it hasn't happened yet. So this is where it gets wonky for me. And I go, wait a second, hang on. What I just said there is that there are the pieces of that superhero movie. So referring back to the loom, there are threads coming towards me that are I'm, I'm, that are that are making what comes into the past and that creates the tapestry that's behind me but at the same time there are all the pieces those tapestries if you will that are being reformed into making something that's in the future so it's like there are threads on both ends and the only thing that's finished is right now that's all that is right now because all of the threads of the future all of the things that could happen, for example, I mean, I could name 10 things right now that could happen. A bird could hit the window. Um, the light bulb could go out. It could burn out. I could get a message. Let's see, that's a light bulb. I could get a message from my wife. I could get a message from somebody else. I could get a phone call offering me a job to someplace. I could, I could feel something uncomfortable in my foot. I could, I could notice that there's a, an eyelash in my eye. I could reach for a, a sip of water or coffee. I've got two options in front of me. My computer could flicker. There could be some issue there. I could feel a, an intense need to blow my nose. I could fart. That's something I do on a regular basis. I could, my, my stomach might grumble. These are all things that could happen. I think I named at least 10 right there. So those are threads coming towards me. They haven't finished and haven't made the moment yet. But behind me, this morning I had some eggs and vegetables. I, I took a shower. I, I woke up, obviously. Here I am talking. I'm, I'm, I'm awake. I worked out a little bit. Those are all things that have already happened. So again, going back to that image of the piece of paper, it's almost as though the way that I see it is that there's the finished tapestry behind me and threat, but the, it's like the finished tapestry behind me isn't actually a finished tapestry. It's almost like all of the threads coming into me from the future, all of these, the possibilities of things that could happen, all those dozen things that I just named, those are almost finished lines as finished tapestries as well. This doesn't even make sense. I could draw this better than I'm explaining it. I'm having a very hard time putting this into words. If you imagine, imagine the ocean and there's a submarine in that ocean. Within that submarine are people. They're manning that submarine. And behind the submarine is ocean, but in front of that submarine is ocean. And all around that submarine is ocean. And that submarine is right there in the midst of all of that. Okay, that's not making sense either. Good grief. How do I, how do I put this into words? See, the, the trouble that I have with this free will determinism idea is that 
something, something is deciding. Now, I'm not necessarily saying it's what I call me, but it's something. When I'm asked to name a movie, something causes a particular movie to come to the top and bubble up to the top, and that's the one that comes out and I say. When I'm writing something, and I'm writing and da-da-da-da-da-da-da, the, the images that I see and the story that comes to mind, that's coming from somewhere. Now, I don't take responsibility for that, for any of my stories. I don't. I take responsibility for putting it down. And yes, it was my fingers that, or these fingers that hit the keyboard. Yes, yes, I'll take responsibility for that. But for where the story came from, I don't know. It's, it's a combination of a lot of things. It's a combination of all of the things that I've encountered in my past. It's all of the things that I've encountered verbally or visually. It's also the inspiration that I get from when I from seeing a picture. For example, today I wrote a story called I'm Awake. If you go to my website and you, you look, you, you Delio Perry, you can find it, I'm Awake. And there's an image of a, a bedroom. There's a, a, a blue light coming in through the window. It looks like maybe it's moonlight or something. And there's a, a bed with, with rumpled sheets. Now, I could have written 20 different stories with, with that picture at the center of the story. But uh, the story I wrote is the one that's there. So why was it that story and not a story about, oh, something completely different, something that I didn't write about? The story that I wrote about is a guy that he's having trouble figuring out if he's awake or not. Okay, why was it that story and not a story about a guy that comes into his room and wonders, oh, where's my girlfriend? I thought she was spending the night, but now I can't remember if she's here or not. Why was it why 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 wasn't it that story? Why why or why not a story about a guy that he he or or a police officer. He comes to this house because there's there's a, a disturbance and the, the, the cop comes and he and he looks at the the bed and he see he's wandering the house trying to figure out where the noise was that the the neighbors were complaining about but he can't find anything and why now am i giving you those three options why not some other options i could of all the things that i could name which is basically anything why is it those why is it limited to those well it's limited to those because they're all surrounding something to do with that bedroom and that scene okay fine fair enough i could have easily said oh it's a story about a giraffe and one time that the zookeeper went to see a giraffe. Okay, well, what does the bed have to do with that? Nothing. It's just a, a picture that I just decided to put on there, but it has nothing to do with the story that I wrote. Okay, that's that's odd. If I found a picture of a guy shooting at a distant target, you can't see what, but maybe it's a, it's a cowboy-looking guy and he's shooting at a target, I'm probably not going to write a story about a race car driver that had trouble deciding what he wanted to eat for breakfast the morning of the race. They'd be like, huh? What, how does that, that doesn't relate to the picture at all. That'd be very confusing for somebody reading it. They'd be reading and, and Bob was looking at breakfast bars and, and oatmeal, but then there was also a bowl of cereal that he had considered having and blah, 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 and Cheerios, blah, 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 blah. And then when he got into the car, he was glad that he had the, the, the two eggs and, and the, the vegetable stir fry. What? What does that have to do with this cowboy guy shooting at a target off off screen? 
I don't understand. My point here is that something within me, or not even within me, something at large, some something, wherever that is, is deciding what movie comes out of my mouth when, when you ask me, name a movie. Something is deciding what words come out of me when I type a, a new story. I don't know what that is. I don't know what it is. But for me to just write it off as, oh, it's all of my past experiences seems too simple for such a complicated thing. That doesn't seem, that doesn't feel right to me. That's almost like saying, I don't know if this is going to work, but I'm going to say it anyways. It's like asking somebody, what's two plus two? I think this is about to fall apart pretty hard. I'll just go with it. It's like asking somebody to say, give you the answer of two plus two, and then them only being able to give you one answer. But that's not true. They could give you any number of answers. They could say potato pancakes. That's not the right answer, but that is an answer that they could give you. I don't know if I've gotten anywhere with this. I don't know if I've gotten any closer to anything. I'm just trying to come up with an answer that is something that I am okay with. Because right now, I'm not okay with the straight determinist answer. It's not that I have a problem with it. If that's true, and that's that's reality, then fine. And I can't find any blatant holes in it. It just doesn't seem quite right. It'd be like if somebody told me, I mean, it, okay, it, it might be like somebody telling me, did you know boiling water will freeze faster than cold water? I remember when I first heard that, I thought, that's nonsense. There's no way that that can be accurate. That doesn't make any sense. And I think that it is actually true in certain scenarios. And I forget why it's true. But apparently it is. I forget why that's the case. But but I'm pretty sure it is the case. So on the surface, it seems completely bonkers. How, how could that be? If something's at, let's say, 180 degrees, 200 and whatever degrees, how is that going to cool down to freezing faster than something that's already at, oh, let's say, 50 degrees? That How? What? That, that, that boggles the mind, but then when you look into it and it's explained, I, I think... There are certain parameters. I don't, I don't know if that's true if you have two pots and one's boiling and one is already at 50 degrees and you put them into a freezer or outside and it's 30 degrees outside or something, that the boiling one will freeze faster. It might be if the, if the boiling one is poured out and so it's on a thin, thin surface and so, because some of that's evaporating. I, I'm not sure exactly how it works exactly. I'm not exactly sure how it works exactly. I don't know why I'm saying exactly twice there. Whatever. My point is that certain things that seem counterintuitive are in reality accurate. So I'm willing to accept that the deterministic view, the, the lack of free will, could be right. It for, for as far as I can tell, it is right. There's just... 
this nagging feeling to me that there's more to it than that, that there's more to life than just an unfolding. And maybe it's a desire. Maybe I just want it to be. Maybe it's maybe it's this this hope that I have that, oh, I, I think there's more to it than that. And, and I want there to be more to it than that. I think I'm being level-headed and, and honest when I say that it's not coming from an egocentric view that I want to have some sort of say in my actions. I, I don't feel that that's the case. If I don't have say in my actions and I'm just watching this unfolding thing that's happening, I'm I'm okay with that. I, I feel like I'm okay with that. I think I'm okay with that. I want to be okay with that. That doesn't really bother me. If that's the case, then okay. It doesn't really change how I go through life. I'm still going to try and be the best person that I can, or that, that, that doesn't even make sense. And saying that, I'm going to try. Well, what's I? What, is, what am I? That, that if I'm not deciding anything, then who am I to say that I'm going to be a better, try to be the best person that I can? That doesn't even make sense in a deterministic view. But that, that is how I perceive through life. It just seems as though there's more to it than that. As in, there's more to life than a simple unfolding. And maybe there's not. I just, I can't shake this feeling that I'm not seeing the full picture. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe just getting this out of my head was all I needed to do. Where are we at on time here? About 26 minutes. All right, maybe I spark something in your imagination. I hope so. I love you. Bye.